1: audio.
2: Den 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 Back from... tan 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 Cabo Hanlukis. Remember how we had all those grand designs on doing a show down in Cabo and you brought your recorder and I brought my recorder and and, uh, yeah, we never got around to that because we got down there and you start having fun and then that's the last thing you think about. And then you and I had to tee off in the golf event at 7.30 both days, which severely cut down on the nighttime fun. At least I, I just had an end time in my mind all night whenever we started to have fun. Yep. It's like, we got to cut this down here and go to bed. And then you're tired by the end of the day. You don't really want to do a podcast. And now here we are. I'm, but I'm still tired and I don't want to do a podcast and I'm here. <laughs> I'm still tired too. Oh
1: my God. I'm a beat up man. I I think something happened though. Um, I don't know whether I got like a flu. I just took a COVID test because I had to go shoot this thing. For Fox, for the Upfronts, uh, the Upfronts, for those of you who don't know, it's a place where all the shows congregate and the networks, you know, congregate and they put on a good show for the advertisers so we can all go schmooze and sell advertising so we can keep going. Anyway, I woke up, made a coffee, just went to do like a little, you know, fart action and shit my pants. And,
2: um, haven't well, don't, gl- don't gloss over that. Haven't done that in a long time. Just say what I think you just said.
1: Yeah, I shit my pants, and it wasn't a huge one, but it was enough. And I ran to the bathroom. The kids are like, "What?" I'm like, "I did And I sit on the toilet, and it is, you know, I mean, Willy Wonka would be jealous.
2: <laughs> and did you sing "Pure Imagination" while it was? Yes. <laughs> it is
1: pure imagination. <laughs> and my kids are all huddled around me, like, "What you did, what dad?" I'm like. You guys, I crapped my pants. It happened. I'm sorry. And they, they wanted me to show the spot and you know the whole thing. And I was like, eh, you know. So that was my morning. And I think <laughs> I like I'm not feeling well.
2: <laughs> oh I don't
1: my know god! If, if it was Mexico or what? But oh uh, yeah, yeah, I am out of it. <clears throat>
2: this is but us. R- but I'm
1: but going all over the place here. But touching on uh, on not recording down in Cabo, I, I am proud of myself for just bringing the microphones. And the SD card, right? and I feel good about myself for for schlepping them down there. Because normally I'd forget or wouldn't do it, and and so I I feel I feel there's a, I feel satisfied.
2: I I was, I, there was like a fifty percent chance that you were going to show up. Let alone the recorder. I mean, I, I yeah. thought there was zero percent chance that the recorder was going to make it down. And if it did. You wouldn't have the SD card or something, some attachment wouldn't be uh, mm-hmm. uh, there and present and ready to be plugged in. So the fact that you did all that, I, I just, maybe this is the new you. Maybe this is, uh, you Look know, it is. comes with you shitting in your pants, but I, I don't know that yeah. it's something that, that you need to fight off. I, I think you're becoming more responsible.
1: I think most people have like, shit they like crap their pants like not not full on crap but like some there's been an accident
2: well one of you the know, members think- down there during the uh member guest actually did that uh after <laughs> teeing off on hole number 2 while wearing shorts <laughs> and uh i heard and i don't think this is exaggeration comes cuz it comes from an unbelievably reliable source that while the initial explosion happened on hole number two, mm. cleanup on aisle six happened at hole number four. Mm. So that means wow. that for two holes, which is you know the rest of that par five, a par yep. three, yep, and then that par four, which is you, you know where yep. where you could theoretically clean yourself up, although there's a there's foliage in different places. Ooh. That you right, could but have... there's a bathroom there. He waited
1: for the comfort station.
2: Yeah, but he waited to play golf for two more holes instead of just getting in the cart, standing up and driving to the comfort station slash bathroom. <laughs> he's
1: a dedicated player. He can't he's not gonna like leave his wingman, you know. But imagine in eighty five degree weather, sort of, you know, having shit your pants and having to swing a golf club for two holes. That's not fun.
2: No. No, I. If you were, if that happened to you or vice versa, I feel like the other person in our twosome would say, "Go fix yeah. that." Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to yeah, be yeah. around that. I don't care if we lose the next two holes, the next nine right. holes. Just
1: go. It was this at this tournament this year. Yeah, it happened five days oh. ago. Wow, I didn't hear this story. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had a blast. I will say, not to brag to those listening, but it was really fun. Always fun to hang. Michelle and Aaron got on really well. The minute we walked in the door though, the podcast was the topic of conversation. Remember? Like literally we walk in, get our bathing suits on, we get in the pool and you then turn on the podcast.
2: The Kate one where the Kate was, she one. was talking about basically saving our family structure and Right. And of course I was needling Michelle saying, Well, she did. I mean, she saved
1: she saved you guys and she's like, No, she did and this and this and that. And then, you know, we turn on the you you turn on the loudspeakers on the, the, the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and it really was pr- rather benign. And I think it even was Michelle benign. had it been anything more than that, even a hint of Overblownness. I she would have gone on and on and on, but I don't even think Michelle could say much after that. No, I know, I know. But
1: it's just I'm only citing that as an example of how daddy issues follows us wherever we go.
2: Yeah, and we had (laughs) I I, the day I was there, uh, somebody stopped me down there and said, "Oh my God, I love your podcast. Mm -hmm. When's Oliver get here? Is he sweating yet? You know, Mm -hmm. everybody now knows everything about your." I know. Trip through Everything. antidepressants, the fact that, you know, <laughs> some kid said a nasty thing about your mom, uh yeah. when you were playing little league baseball or hockey. And yeah. uh yeah. they Isn't know too funny? much. It's pretty funny. I never thought
1: about it that way, especially with those guys down there who do listen to the podcast, you know, who you see once a year. People I am very open and people who listen to it get a real detailed look into me. No doubt about that. That's funny.
2: Yeah. But you can see why. And I, I said this while we were playing and I don't know how this came up. It wasn't, it didn't come up because we were talking about what you and I are talking about right now. But somebody like David Letterman, who lives on a, you know, is growing his beard down to his feet and, and lives on a ranch somewhere. Somebody like Johnny Carson, who even though he was in LA, was notoriously secluded and uh, shut off from the rest of normal society. Um you know, a Britney Spears who reached her height of stardom, they just, they they kind of lose it a little bit. And I, I understand that because people, imagine if that was going on during the time of social media, how that would have driven, I think, some of these people even further into a hole or even out of the business altogether because you're on TV every night opening up, you know, your sense of humor, something about yourself, what's going on in your life, and everybody feels like they know you. And so then there's really no barrier for anybody to come up and, and feel uh, awkward about bringing up very personal stuff that you, that you may talk about on TV, but it's different when there's a TV's not on, a camera's not mm-hmm. on, and you're just talking to somebody. It's like, God, back off, out of my stuff. So they end up running the other way.
1: hmm Yeah.
2: No, totally. I mean, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Just like you <laughs> but, with your hyper-stardom with all these shows you do and... I feel like you're about to go to sleep. Are you going to go to sleep? No, I'm
1: here. I'm right with you. I'm lying down. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm resting. I'm doing a pod rest. It's, it's a, but I still have good energy. My voice is still booming, you know,
2: like Tony Romo's, and we're doing good. Tony Romo, that's an interesting poll there.
1: Yeah. He's going to talk like that. They're going yeah, yeah. They're going to they're going he's going to hike the ball, guaranteed.
2: <laughs> he's like from Mississippi, <laughs>
1: guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed.
2: That's how he used to imitate Tim McCarver when we who I broadcast with for 18 years and loved dearly, but we, he he had he's from Memphis and he would say mm-hmm. things and we make it a point when he really wanted to hammer the point home, he would end the sentence twice. So he would say, "I mean, he's a guy that knows how to throw a fastball." Real whale. Well. Real whale. Well. <laughs> He's a guy with power for days. For days. For days. Oh, That's great. Yeah. So uh, these are the little things that I notice that drive people nuts.
1: Well, we caught a little bit of the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, you know, situation, which is just amazing television, by the way. I mean, come on. It does not get better
2: it's so good i don't know what tv i'm watching that i've never come across it on a television though have you actually seen it on tv
1: yeah well fox news was was the one of the only ones actually playing it for a minute um and then you know and then you could watch it online and then you see tidbits of it but fox was actually like you know they were live in the in in the
2: which is so courtroom. strange. I mean, I I don't. Why why would they care? It's it's a superfluous thing. It's this is like a this isn't this a defamation thing between these two people? <laughs> You're saying
1: why would Fox News specifically care? Yeah,
2: why is Fox News running that? Like I I don't. I, well, I, I see it I, on Instagram. That's where I see these little clips. Right. But I've never turned on a TV and sat around watching Johnny Depp. Right. And, Amber. Heard. Well, I,
1: look, I I don't know if CNN or MSNBC started airing it, but I do know in the beginning it was only Fox that was airing it, and I have a theory. I think that because they're sort of anti Hollywood for the most part, you know, what I mean it's Fox News. All Hollywood is liberal, and all liberals, you know, to them are complete morons. So I think that it's it was almost highlighting in a sense how ridiculous. It all is <laughs>
2: well. Then you know? that's genius programming. Well, I know that's is. what I,
1: I I said that to Kurt. I'm like, I think it's it could be genius because they're they're covering it and they are mocking them and they are looking at these two Hollywood elites and sort of just without having to say anything like, wow, let's just let them dig their own graves here, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I hadn't even thought about it that way, but that that is definitely on the board as a possibility. I think so.
1: I think so. But the whole I, thing is crazy. That's even televised and watching Johnny Depp like do his performance up there is just classic stuff. Yeah. Oh, what did classic. he? How did
2: he? How did he uh, describe in court her defecating in his bed or whatever wherever she did that? I guess. Oh, did he? Bed. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't it, hear that it was, one. It was. Uh, and Margot can get the exact quote um, and put it in the little chat. But the basic word was grumpy. Mm. That that uh, Heard or whatever, however he refers to her in the during the mm-hmm. court proceeding, yeah, misheard. um Left a, a, a grumpy in my bed, and then kind of smiled mm. a little bit. Like it, it, it's it's theater of the, uh, of the absurd. I don't know how. Wait a minute. He called a like a dump a grumpy. Yeah,
1: I love that.
2: Yeah, that's just, that's, that's such. A... And he fought a back a smile. Like he was like, I he thought about it. This was not yeah. this was not ad libbed. This was a phrase like how can I what would be funny and cute and get mm-hmm. go viral if mm-hmm. I said instead of what it was, if I made it like a you know childish yeah, like stupid cutesy.
1: term. So wait, but even just the content of the
2: of of the quote. He was saying that she basically took a dump in his bed. Something like that happened. Yeah, I can't. I Jesus. can't act as if I know all the details. But that's that was the part that I saw on Instagram. Him saying, I just love how he gets up and he's like,
1: "Do uh, you mind if I? Do uh, you mind if I get up and and like play it out? I play it out, you know. And 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 then like the judge or whatever is like, okay. And he like gets up and he's like, and then like my mother was walking, but she was so frail, like, uh, and then it's like, uh, 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 and he's like doing this humble walk with his arched <laughs> back and he's like became his mother for a second and you know so crazy <laughs> here read it you read it okay how do I how do I pull up the message I'll read on? it oh, Here, we,
2: I got Amber Turd <laughs> goes viral after Johnny Depp testifies Amber Heard covered his bed in poop as revenge. And in the testimony, he used... Wow. Left a grumpy in my bed.
1: Jesus. That means she was mad and that's, you know...
2: You know what this means? This means we haven't lived. <laughs> I mean, that's just living right there. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, you know, how how Ugh. what better way... To make your point, than to like yeah. a uh, cave person go run <laughs> in and do that. Why not just spread it on the walls? Throw uh, it. That's at what it. I did
1: when I was a kid. I painted the walls with my Dukes. This is this is a very it's a very dump centric podcast. You know, I don't know, I don't yeah. know why. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't either. Yeah, it's very childish. We're, we're more sophisticated. I think we're better than this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more
2: Daddy Issues. Okay, you what know? would you like to talk about then? That you, you steer it in a new direction.
1: Well, I'd like to talk about that it was your birthday, you know? It was a nice birthday.
2: I I can't think of uh, two people that I would rather spend my 53rd birthday with uh, Mm -hmm. that would be better than you and Aaron. Yeah, we had a blast. But then, you know,
1: we actually, you know, you are, you're a tight guy. You're closed off. You, you, You say a lot, but there's a lot you hold in. You know what I mean? And we had a conversation... Because you were a little off on the trip, just a little bit. Now, there was something just a little, I don't know, just a little bit off. And I tried to have a conversation during your birthday. We were sitting at the table. Girls were doing whatever they were doing. And you're like, no, I'm just tired. And then I started pressing you a little bit. And you were getting into your age a little, you know what I mean? And 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 you were finally sort of revealing a few things, some insecurities or some things that were bothering you. And I didn't know if you wanted to. Reflect on those.
2: Yeah, I have no problem reflect reflecting on it. I just don't know if I was – if I just didn't feel good on the trip or I was run down by getting up at the crack of dawn and going to play golf and playing it mm-hmm. mildly okay mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> as opposed to good or feeling good about my abilities in golf or it, if I was just looking for an excuse. But, I, yeah, I felt like, man, I am – At that point, the next day, I was turning 53 and Mm -hmm. I have four year old twins. And this Mm. is the point where people who love me and who are in my family will turn the podcast off because they're tired of me talking about this, but trying to do math and start looking ahead like, okay, well, I mean, let's do the math. When the boys are graduating high school, that's, you know, that's 14 years from now, I'll be 67. Mm -hmm. Which, well, It doesn't sound that bad. It doesn't sound insane. I'm not 88, and I'm, I'm, you know, so, Mm -hmm. but then it's like, you know, you want to be around. You want to be there for them when they're, uh, you know, meeting maybe the person they're going to end up spending their lives with or, Mm -hmm. you know, being there as long as I can be there. I worried, and you and I have talked about this in the podcast before, when my girls were little about you know, some freak accident or getting sick or whatever it might be, and now I'm gone at 31 or gone at 38, and Mm -hmm. I'm not there for them, and now it's all happening again. Like, well, Mm -hmm. you know, that now even if I'm the healthiest guy in the world, it still gets Mm -hmm. to the point where the math is not my friend. So...
1: But when you dwell on the math or when you think about those things, does it actually take you to a, a dark, not dark, but like a you know, a, a low place?
2: It just feels like a big mountain for me to climb again. You know, I, I got to the top of it with the girls, got them up and out of the nest. I couldn't be more proud of who they are, and now we're trying to shape and mold these little boys that i I, I want to do it as well again and and I want to have my energy and my patience and everything else that that i don't know that i'm gonna have my patience sucks i mean i i think the main thing that was bugging me down there are Mm -hmm. people like if Mm -hmm. it's you and i going to play golf i play golf all day
1: yeah i think that's
2: what got to you yeah wild men wild untethered drunk guys bug the living shit out of me
1: who are flipping golf carts? Remember that?
2: Yeah, flipping N- golf we'll, carts. We'll, Act, we'll not name know, names, you're 55 but, years old. You're not 12. You're not 18. I like and and just yeah. get out of my face. I don't. Mm-hmm. And then when you you know you're not partaking in the nuttiness, then it's like, hey, what's wrong with you? You know. Then it's mm-hmm. like, oh god, I just want to go home. I just mm-hmm. I, I'd rather just be at home. The four of us hanging out. Sitting in the pool, drinking, doing whatever, and having fun, going to hit balls, going to play golf, whatever. Instead of mm-hmm. being the mat, I'm, I'm, I'm. Maybe I'm turning into my own little shell because the the masses really drive me inward. Mm. Hmm. I don't, I don't yeah. like people being out of control around me. That that that's. I think that's always served me well because I don't like being out of control. It's happened rarely in my life, but. When others are, it makes me really nervous. I, I, yeah. I can't explain that. Maybe that was part of it, yeah. It makes me yeah. nervous. That That's a word I didn't use, and I think that's it just—it gets me anxious.
1: Yeah, but, you know, we've been down there a bunch, but it didn't make you that as anxious prior. But maybe your kids are older now, you're older now, your babies, I mean, are older. I don't know, maybe there's a— settling in settling down that you just want to i don't know i mean don't get me wrong we had a blast but it was definitely you know we are the we were trying to to have a conversation but it it did it did take some getting it did take some needling you know yeah i I don't think about it huh (laughs) just even to get you to think about it like i'm just tired i'm like no there's something more than just tired here
2: yeah but i really was tired and i'm still tired i know and there's I'm no reason so tired, for me yeah. to be tired. Honestly, I mean it's. I don't have people are grinding away at their day jobs every day, and I don't have that. I feel like I carry around with me a lot of stress, and I have huge expectations about going to ESPN, and and, mm-hmm. and some pressure on that to try to, you know, be a but hold better on. But version b- of myself. Right, but
1: those are expectations or pressures that you're putting on yourself. They're hiring you for, you for you. I mean, they're hiring Joe Buck for the 700 years that you've been doing this. Right. Those expectations are put on by yourself and maybe me, who want you to like reinvent yourself at
2: ESPN. Right, but, but. I don't care about the look. Whether I, I go with <laughs> some Frosted shaggy tips. hairpiece and yeah. uh, a zoot suit, Um, yeah, that's one thing. It's what comes out of my head and my mouth. Like I'm trying to put together and we can announce it now. I I touched on it last week, but I met today with, uh, Jamie Horowitz who runs Omaha productions for Peyton Manning and, and Eli Manning and that whole Manning clan. And we are doing a Manning cast, a mega Mm -hmm. cast for the upcoming PGA championship which I want, obviously, you're going to be a part of and friends mm-hmm. of mine, and I'm reaching out to everybody I feel like I've ever met in my life to try to get them mm-hmm. on it. And, and then it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to pop up on ESPN, and the first thing I'm doing is this mega cast, mm. and that's not really why I was hired, and this mm-hmm. is in three weeks, and we're just kind of slamming it together, and it's got to be fun and loose and different, and, and yet... I think it's still gotta be good. It it can't just be a complete throw shit against the wall exercise. You have to cover the golf. And you that you can't completely disregard that. And I know how hard golf is to do. And so there's gonna be a blend coming up in that. And I'm feeling some of that pressure and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's just typical life stuff. It's I think that's good. I think that's
1: I think it's good though, meaning it's an opportunity for you know people to see you in a totally different light this podcast is illuminated but not everyone listens to this thing but if they're watching now espn and you do this sort of telecast or broadcast for, for the pga now you can be loose and you and tell your jokes be funny and off the cuff you know like i think it's a I, I good think thing it'll surprise a day. lot of
2: people who think i'm a yeah. stiff um, you know, just the play-by-play yeah. guy—the guy that always, you know, gets shit for the Randy Moss thing that I said mm-hmm. now, eighteen years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I still get shit for that, and I think that shapes people over time. I can't act like they know who I am, but when I do banquets or I do auctions or I get up in front of people, no, <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were so funny. I didn't know you're right. But yeah, so. I, I want to get on there and be relaxed, but it's it's counterintuitive when it's your first time on a network. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna wanna be my broadcast Joe. Mm-hmm. But really I should be and I hope to be my podcast Joe.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, broadcast podcast. Those that rhymes. That's something there's
2: something there. Yeah. Except I don't out. think I, don't I can know. say, you know, oh, you shit your pants uh <laughs> on ESPN. I don't think that can would be. Can you go not over. curse? I don't know. I asked Peyton that. Um yeah. he said Eli and I had to apologize a couple times for, you know, a shit or uh mm-hmm. Eli flipped the cameras off one time when mm-hmm. somebody said something making fun of him and he just flipped the cameras off. And he had they had to apologize for it. But I, I don't know that you're going to get taken off the air, but I'm not going to first day at ESPN, not, I'm going to start throwing that stuff out there. Well, I have an idea to maybe break
1: the ice, you know, um, you start, you start the ESPN coverage on this thing and you introduce it as if you are doing baseball or football. And then the first few shots you call as if you were you know doing a bo- playing you know baseball you know what I mean that could be funny to announce that as a in, in golf and then break character in a sense and be like eh, I can't do that anymore or something <laughs> like fuck it you know what I mean and then just be you
2: right I mean I, yes <laughs> and and I I never kind of I'll never forget when I was practicing when we got the U S Open at Fox I went down there with Greg Norman and we did a practice round. Put it on DVD, and I brought it home, and I was watching with my girls at the time. So this was eight years ago. So my girls were 17 and 14, and I put it on. I'm like, "Huh? Listen to old dad doing some golf there." And my daughter mm-hmm. Trudy's like, "Yeah, this isn't any good. You sound <laughs> like you're you sound like you're doing baseball because yeah. you put you have like a put on voice. Yeah, nobody talks like this. Hey, welcome to the ballpark." Right. Welcome to a great beautiful day here in Saint Louis at Bush Stadium as the Cardinals take on the Mets in the finale yeah. of a three game series. You can't do that in golf. Right. You yeah. have to go, no. you know. Ah, oh, yes, and welcome you have a different
1: Right, tone. but now you have a different medium where you don't have to do either of those things. You know, I because know. you're you're doing the man a manning cast essentially, where it's you can just talk with me or whoever's on there and you're gonna have the back and forth banter, you know. Like right. Jordan Spieth lines up the putt. Just back, 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 back. It's
2: good. <laughs> Bro, every just have like cliche moment. Right. You yeah, do like exactly. two minutes of every cliche in golf or broadcasting that you can bring up. Yeah. As you can see yeah. right now, Phil Mickelson definitely playing within himself. Right. <laughs> He's vowed that he wants to stay within himself and just go shot by shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just fairways and greens, folks. Fairways, fairways and, and green. greens. Never up, putt. never in. 100 percent of all short putts don't go in. <laughs> yeah, you could have a segment. The woods are filled with long hitters. Yeah.
1: I like yeah, that. You could do a whole you could do a whole cliched segment. Yeah. You know. And if a guy has like, you know, 110 yards shot in you're like That looks like it said right field or Wrigley. You know? (laughs) 110, (laughs) what would you have here, Oliver? Right.
2: Eh, Probably a cork bat. (laughs) Here's the thing. As we're talking about this, it's making me realize what's bothering me about it. And that is I have no stored up bank account of goodwill at ESPN yet. Mm -hmm. So if I were to do this at Fox after 27 Mm -hmm. years, I would come on and be completely at ease and messing around. Right. Because I know everybody. I know the camera operator. I know the stage manager. I know the—doesn't matter. I I know everybody around me. I know the producer. I know the director. I know all those people, and they all Mm -hmm. know who I am. And they, you know, we go to dinner together. We do whatever. So I, I, I have all that built up. Yet at mm-hmm. ESPN, it's like, okay, Mister Moneybags coming in. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see if this guy's worth a shit, mm-hmm. worth a grumpy, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can say grumpy on there. You can. Hey I, you folks. Uh, just know your friendly host here, about to uh, so nervous, feel like I got a grumpy over here. <laughs> oh, he just oh speath. Mr. Sure he grumpied the bed. <laughs> If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We That's beg right. you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up
1: right after the break.
2: I uh, I texted <laughs> Kurt, uh, your pa, Kurt, yeah. about coming on. He's like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Um, I'm going on vacation that week, and I've promised Goldie I'm not going to be interrupted, but any other time. And I said, okay, I love you back. I just am a little disappointed and surprised to know that I rank behind Goldie in your life, Uh, (laughs) considering that I just babysat Goldie's oldest child for the last week
0: (laughs) in Cabo, Uh, and
2: I got the three faces with the like laughing tears yeah, coming yeah, down here. yeah oh
1: that's good yeah he's he's not gonna be in town it's 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 not a, a lie it's the truth it's he'd do quite that right in, he'd do it in a heartbeat yeah It'd be fun dude how many how long do you have like how long is the four hours broadcast? a day
2: 16 oh, hours wow and the cool thing is and we're going way down in the weeds on this but i know I don't know that this is interesting to anybody else, but the cool thing is the first hour of it will be on main ESPN. Then it goes to ESPN Mm. 2. So as opposed to Peyton and Eli doing Monday Night Football, which all resided one channel up on ESPN Mm -hmm. 2, their actual golf coverage on ESPN of the PGA Championship starts with an hour with me. And then it goes into Scott Van Pelt and the crew. So... That adds another element. Like, okay, this isn't exactly right. Towel snapping, good time. Yeah. This is like you yeah. gotta kind of cover golf. And let's say Tiger's playing. You know, what are you yeah. gonna be a disrespectful to what's going on? Yeah. Or, you know, somebody's running away with the first day or second day, and they're seven under par at a major championship, and you're slapping it around with people. It would annoy <clears throat> right. people. Like, you don't want to annoy. No, who's your partner that's being worked out i i am definitely gonna bring uh my guy david moulton who who sit sat next to me during golf and gave me all my info and he's a Mm -hmm. talented radio guy and i'm just i'm like i want you to dress as you would typically dress in the booth which Mm -hmm. means like golf shirt khakis yeah uh he's let's say a, a bigger boned guy which he laughs about all the time and he's just kind of a Savant of information with information that I tapped into all the time off the air, but now I'm just mm-hmm. going to do it on the air. And and mm-hmm. I, any question I have that I would typically be embarrassed that I didn't know the answer to, I'm just going to ask him out loud, and and mm-hmm. he can go find it or whatever. But you know, are you going to be at the venue? No, I'm going to be at a no. in a studio here in St. Louis. I could have done okay. it from my house, but I was scared. Yeah. I was scared of the boys, like coming down and (laughs) dad hold on a second everybody i'll be right back because michelle's going to a wedding that weekend with her mom so i'm gonna be here by myself juggling that like i just need to get out of here
1: yeah yeah smart yeah
2: but are you gonna have like a
1: co-host meaning like someone who's there next to you like you do in golf typically even just for the first hour
2: or are you just uh, solo
1: solo mesh.
2: I think the first hour will probably tap into Scott Van Pelt some because mm-hmm. I'll be eventually leading into him, and he's mm-hmm. he's the one that's done a lot of the research and whatever. But yeah, I I think there's somebody that I have in mind that I want to see if ESPN will let me use. Um, mm-hmm. And no, it's not Artie Lang. Uh Aww. to see if if we can. Uh, Make that happen because I think it's. I don't want to sit there by myself and and no. feel like I've got to carry the whole thing. That's that's yeah. just feels like you're scrambling the entire thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you think you need someone with like golf experience and knowledge to be sitting next to you? Yeah, but like I think a, they should like lean, lean more.
2: No, nah, I think they should be more fun and funny mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. no golf, but not be straight laced. Right. Like some of you are not going to see on golf channel doing a swing breakdown segment. Right. Right, 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 right. Which you should be doing after our time in Cabo. You should be doing a swing breakdown segment. I will.
1: It's a good it's a good segment just like from an, an amateur, you know, someone who's never taught golf, but you know, let me look yeah. at your swing. Let me I can help you. Like are you PGA certified? Like absolutely not, but just I can I'm, I'm going to help you. I can it's help. It's like
2: you. this podcast. Right. We're not clinical psychologists we're not (laughs) psychiatrists we can't prescribe medicine but what we can give you Mm -hmm. is our roadmap Mm -hmm. to good parenting good husbandry Mm -hmm. good brotherly activity and then you can use that roadmap or ball it up and set it on fire
1: yeah yeah exactly maybe that'll be my next maybe that'll be like a an unscripted show that I do, you know, where I just teach people golf, but don't really know what I'm doing. Just for I think my you own- should
2: aim higher. I think you should just give people life. You should be a life coach, an unlicensed life coach. I don't think life coaches are
1: licensed anyway.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sure some I, of them have
1: dabbled in I mean, I feel like if you're a life coach, you didn't do you didn't go through school. You didn't get your PhD in psychology or psychiatry or go to medicine, go to, you know, go to medical school, you know, right. like you're just like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to do all that. Hey, you know what? I'm a life coach. <laughs> Who's that?
2: <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm a life coach. And by no okay. means are we denigrating all the life coaches that are listening to us right now in Iraq or Iran. Not at all, by the way, you know, I know a
1: couple people who are life coaches who are, just it's street smarts. That's what it is. It's like I've been through this shit. I've come out of this shit. I know how to help you. And yeah, I'm not licensed, but I, I have some good insights. So let me get a fresh set of not.
2: eyes on this for you. Let me let me give you, give right. you your life from my perspective. And here's where you're failing, and you need to cut out this clutter. Mm-hmm. Which is what mm-hmm. I try to do for you, and I feel like you try to do for me. We are each other's best life coach.
1: Mm-hmm. We should pay each other like the same amount.
2: That would be smart. Yeah, yeah. like per hour and then at yeah. the end.
1: There's got to wow. be some tax benefit to that, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like unrealized income or Yeah.
1: Right, I don't know what it is, but it it feels like we just found a loophole in the system somehow.
2: Well, uh yesterday was the boy's birthday. Yep. Four. And four years old times two crazy and uh we got them those little cars you know like that are motorized that they can get in they're they're roofless mm. cars but they're yeah electric and they go around the driveway and whatever
1: yeah those things
2: fun. are way faster than they used to be yeah one of them is not going to Do they're both actually kind of good drivers? They blew me away (laughs) that they got the whole premise of stepping on the gas and, yeah, being able to navigate, not slamming into the garage. But when they're not really paying attention and they're coming up behind you, uh, Blake took my legs out from behind me, and and I felt like I got hit by Ray Lewis. Wow, I you know, how you you go down, pulled over, hell Yeah. yeah, I went down. I, oh I I was God. like okay, Achilles heel gone. I feel like
1: your kids are always like either trying to hurt you or say... yeah, maybe that's you're getting your why wiener I'm,
2: bit off. You're getting run over. I mean, all, and it's always it's like, the same one. It's Blake. Everybody thinks he's such a little Blake. sweetheart, <laughs> but it's always Blake that's taken me out. Wow, I and he and he weighs is. fifty. He's he's fifty two pounds of just heavy mass and i yeah, pick he's him up huge he's huge he's a foot taller than his brother now it, it looks yeah. ridiculous and people yesterday we were at target we're walking around and this woman's like oh are they twins and uh we're like yeah yeah they're twins and uh this woman you know there's something a little bit off about her mm-hmm. and maybe she's a listener to the podcast uh <laughs> i don't think so and she's like uh Boy, they don't look at all alike. You're not gonna, you're not gonna mix them up. And then she goes, "You mean this, this little one?" No, I said. She said, "Who, who, which one came out first? And I said, "This one." And she goes, "Oh, the little one." <laughs> and it was Wyatt. And uh-huh. then she moseys on with her cart, and Wyatt's like, "I'm not little," you know, saying that to <laughs> oh, me. Oh no, yeah. And then Blake's like, "Yeah, but I mean, I'm bigger than you." Yeah. So this rando person walking yeah. by started it's a, just
1: complexed them. By why?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not little. It's like, buddy, next to your brother, everybody's little. Yeah, comparatively. So I, but yeah, that's it's always Blake. He's taking me out. Yeah,
1: the 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 the, the boys. Do either of the boys have an attachment to you or Michelle? Like one has more of an attachment to you and one has more of an attachment to Michelle or
2: yeah, so Blake. pretty equal. Blake has more of an I mean, all jokes aside, he is yeah. like my little my little snuggler. Which I, I oh, joke with is. him. You know, they're into huge into superheroes, Batman, Spider Man for mm-hmm. sure. All that. They can name all the villains. And I'm like, you know, Blakey, if you were a villain, you know what your name would be. I mean, there's the Joker, there's the mm-hmm. Riddler there's the penguin, you're the snuggler mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm not a villain I'm mean, I, I know okay. If you're a superhero, <laughs> name the snuggler and then Wyatt so they got they got a karaoke machine and a stage for their birthday. Mm-hmm. and we had people over the day we left, Cabo left you go yeah. home. We had friends over from St. Louis, and and it was great. It was a great night, and it, it, we were tired. And it, and I didn't. I was so happy to see everybody. It, it was really fun. And then they, the boys, the karaoke machine gets cranked up, the microphones, and they entertain the crowd <laughs> like two long lost Von Trapp boys uh, wow. singing all the songs that I sang on Mass Singer. So they do every word. Yeah, uh, I want you to want me, every word of Take Me Home, Country Road, and uh, every word of "Learning Learn to Fly by Foo Fighters. And they wow. sang it over and over and over and over. And over. was like, oh, my God, stop. But they're, right. Wyatt is, like, pointing at people and doing all the pantomiming that I was doing and had his hand out. And yeah. I'm like, I, wow. I don't know, little Disney kid waiting to happen. I'm going to have to get him in. Maybe Kurt can mold him into a Disney kid.
1: I think Wyatt's – is Wyatt more of the performer? Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but Blake's starting to come out of his shell, which makes me happy because he kind of mm. lives in that shadow of his brother with mm-hmm. regard to kind of the entertaining side. Right, but he's bigger so he could squash him. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he, he but I feeling to. <laughs> that's how it was with you and Kate. I feel like <laughs> when you two were little, Kate was probably, yeah. look at me, look at me, I'm going to do my thing, I'm uh, going to sing, I'm going to dance, I'm going to yes. do cartwheels, I'm going to do whatever. And you yep. were over there going, you know, anybody got a light? Yeah. Right, I was <laughs>
1: totally. I'm like I just, I just took one of our parents' vantage cigarettes. Does anyone <laughs> have any, any matches? He
2: that's just took the to Monte smoke. Carlo out for a spin at six years old. Uh, going to Sunset true. Boulevard,
1: yeah. It is true. It is true. I mean, you know, and it, it bugged the shit out of
2: me. You know, it just bothered me that she was so in everybody's face or wanting to perform.
1: Yeah, just a performer. And it was always like, look at this and look at me and here I am. And I was just like, just chill. <laughs> you know? Just, just chill out. Yeah. And then I and I got, you know, a tripper and pusher and Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. It's what brothers and do. And then the roles
1: reversed, you know, then everyone started loving me. And she's like, Why does everyone love you? I'm like, what do you mean? Because I'm great.
2: Right, you're not in everybody's face saying "Look at me." You make them want to look at you. <laughs> That's right. That was my move, like as a single
1: man. By the way, I, I all my life, and it's funny. Just looking at Wilder now, who's 14 and in eighth grade, and going through the whole girl situation, and you know, you get to know you get to know who your kid is and who their friends are pretty quickly when it comes to girls. Some are extremely outgoing and unafraid. And then others are super shy and just keep to themselves. And Wilder is that super shy, keep to himself kid. And it was just just like me. I never talked to girls. Girls scared the shit out of me when I was 14. And they still did, even when I was in my 20s. Even when I was going out to clubs and stuff. I would never approach a woman. I would never walk up and be like, hi, like, how are you? My name's Oliver. Like, I didn't, I didn't even know what to say. And I just sat back because I was too petrified. So scared.
2: Well, then it makes me right now want to do something that will be funny to you and you only. But we have an <laughs> avid listener out there who we spent some time with in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shout out to John Bentz, who uh, is J.B. not afraid to walk up to anybody and start talking. And he will tell you <laughs> that his uh, nickname when he goes to clubs is... Uh, candy wrapper, because his rap's oh. so sweet. Oh right, that's right. <laughs> candy package or something. Candy <laughs> no, packaging, because no. his rap. No candy so wrapper. Candy
1: wrapper. That's right. Because right. rap is so sweet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there it JB, is. JB
1: John Benz gets now the shout out. Now we're to really
2: see if John Benz listens to this podcast.
1: Well, he better shoot you a text. that you guys make up?
2: Yeah, it's just – look, John, I'm just going to – I'm going to come clean on my own podcast here with Oliver, you know. (laughs) In the mornings at 7 o'clock when I I can't hit the ball in the air and I'm struggling and stressing because we're about to walk over to the first tee and I have all these expectations for myself and you're over there to stand behind me and just give me shit about my outfit, my shoes, my club head (laughs) covers, my bag, my irons, my golf balls, my tees – Whatever by you know whatever it is that I have going on around me, I just I can't. So I am like, nope, John, keep walking, walk. I don't want to hear it. Just go. And and uh, I know it. I know it hurts your feelings, John. And I am sorry from the bottom of my heart because you are a sweet guy, so sweet that your nickname is Candy Wrapper or whatever. It that's is. right. No, um, I, know.
1: I was there when that, and I I oh, I love John, and I, I get it though. I get what you are saying, but I don't know. It hurt me. Yeah, hurt me too. I, I, and then, and then you go back you and you're by like, you're like "John, feelings. good luck" or whatever. And he's like, "He's like, oh, now you're gonna talk to me,
2: right?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just spent 30 minutes. I got no better on the range before we tee off, but I have nothing else to do now except get in my cart, go to the first tee, and hit one into the desert. And you know, I'm gonna wish no, you luck. Just, it, I'm ready to it's talk.
1: It's Timing, I get it. It's like, it's like you said. It's 7:30 in the morning, and and the
2: last thing you want to do is is hear. About what problems you might have. Well, I've got one friend. I've got one friend of mine, and it hasn't happened in a while, but there was a 10-year period where no matter what, this person called me always at the worst time. Yeah. And my mom does the same thing. And that's why there was an ad three or four years ago of a guy who's like, it's like a James Bond character, and he's hanging off a helicopter, and his mom calls him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mom! I can't right. Nah. Are you okay, honey? <laughs> yeah. I can't right now. Just you know, I'm busy as he's hanging yeah. off a helicopter lifting off the top of a skyscraper. And and that's I was like, "Mom, that that's us right there." That's yeah. it doesn't matter what I am doing. I could be doing nothing for 4 hours. And then like the sprinklers you know break and my mm-hmm. lawn is flooding and the fire department's <laughs> coming and my mom calls like Hey, how's your day going? It's like, I like, I can't. I can't do it. And it's not her fault. She doesn't know that's going on.
1: Uh, of course not. She just feels it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more daddy issues. Hey, can you do an impression of your mom or no? Um, Too hard.
2: Yeah, that's hard. Cuz your dad
1: I, one is amazing, of course, but I mean, you know,
2: get up, buck. Get your ass out of bed. Yeah, that that's I mean, he had so many great lines, which I gave oh, I you know. one during the Things oh, turn yeah. out best for those who make the best of the way things turn out. Yeah. And I my mom isn't is, agree
1: with that more.
2: Yeah. My mom is like the old hollywood ladies like norma desmond these days mm-hmm. which i don't even remember the movie but i know the character where it's like you're ready are you ready for your close-up it's just mm-hmm. like the old star the faded Sons star
1: boulevard right
2: yeah the yeah. faded star like she's uh, what's the line that she says in it too she's like uh, "Are you ready
1: for your close-up
2: my my career didn't get smaller the roles did or you know whatever right. it and it's right. so she's always you know well that's not the way I did it or if i say mm-hmm. anything it's like you know my, if 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 the boys are acting up and I, and she chimes in i cannot stand that like mm. if she tries to help she tries to parent she tries to parent but to 4 year olds and mm-hmm. it's like why you need a nap and i'm like mom Come on. <laughs> I, he took a nap. We, yeah. we got it. We're about to eat dinner. And then he's going go yeah. to go to bed. Well, he needs a nap. Mom. Yeah. You know, and and then it's if I say anything, it's like, well, you turned out okay. I'd say yeah. I did a pretty good damn good job with you. And that, that's, that's what I get. And there's just no arguing right. with that. It's right. Like, yeah, I, I think you did do it. Na- you did a nice job, mom. But that's over. I'm 50 fucking three years old. Right.
1: And I'm on antidepressants. I'm on so, antidepressants. I
2: mean- <laughs> so something went wrong. And, and you know, I went to a fat camp when I was 11. That Those scars haven't healed. So, you know, there were a couple of hiccups in there, Mom. It wasn't all, right, all right. smooth sailing. You did pretty
1: good. You did pretty you know- good.
2: You did well. I, I haven't yeah. you know, intentionally hurt anybody. I, I feel like I'm a nice person. I've tried to help anybody that comes into my path realistically mm-hmm. that I can and doing my best. But right now, don't tell me that Wyatt needs a nap because yeah. you just showed up and you haven't been here for the past 10 hours. Yeah.
1: Oh God. I know. I know that so
2: well. I know.
1: Like they need more sleep and yeah. you, he, and they're eating too much sugar. I'm like, Hey, you know what? Like it's all good. Like <laughs> hey, yeah, you might be right, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Yep. So. Duly let's just noted. let stop talking about. It. I don't even know what duly <laughs> exactly. noted means, but it's duly noted. I don't even know. What is duly? Like I noted it twice? I guess. Like dutif- it should be like dutifully noted. Duly noted. Like I, like you're saying it and I will I agree. Like yeah. you noted it and I will and accept I'll write it the down. note.
2: Whether right, literally or figuratively, I got it. Okay, duly right. noted. What about duly noted? What about Hooly noted? Hooli noted uh, is if for anybody that is friends with Juliana <laughs> that when she makes a point, you're like huli noted. Hooly
1: noted. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you no one has done that to her, and that would be an incredible joke if you That'd ever when great. you see her again. That's a good oh word. yeah.
2: Oh, I hear. Okay, Hooly uh, noted. Hooly noted. Yeah. Uh no celebrity drop in this week. I'm sorry. I need to apologize no. to everybody. I'm now reaching out to everybody trying to book. This is what happened when I had a show on HBO. You think, ah, oh, they're going to have the magic Rolodex and whoever you want to have on it." Here they come. It's HBO. Yeah, nope. I had to I had to book the thing myself.
1: Well, it's a break. We need a break. We just got back from Mexico. You know, it's 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 fine. People like people like listening to us, Joe we we are our own poppins That's right. Right. But I do want to do a segment called Mary Poppins where it's just all guests named Mary.
2: Now you're stealing Josh Windish's material and that he's getting he's going to get mad. Pop on Josh. Poppins. That was mine. That was mine
0: and and then and Windish elaborated on. Yeah, it. that was oh. that was I elaborated. Yeah.
2: Oh, I wasn't reading it very carefully. But duly noted.
0: Duly noted. Yeah.
1: Yes. Duly noted. So Josh today texted the group, and the group consists of myself, Joe Buck, Margot, and uh, wanted to know
0: whether to unbutton one button or two buttons of his Henley. I specifically said in the text I wanted to work this out before the call. Do you? How do you think he's done? Because he's gone two. He is it two? He's gone one. I, I think one. It. I got one.
2: Let's see. Oh, I, yeah, go, yeah, I think. Yeah. If I got one, go. no. You got two. No, now I have now two. We, I'm talking about undone. So now you got two undone.
1: See, but but
2: from one With to a chest two chest like that, is, why would you ever hide it?
1: From <laughs> one to two is extreme. Like one button unbuttoned is not that much. Once you undo the two, yeah. you've just created a different
0: persona. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like the two. I like the two. That's my having more two my vibe. undone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got no you got no hair in your chest, do you? Now, well, some, I mean, it depends. I, I shave my chest. You do? Yeah, what? I do. I, Why? I don't like, cause I don't like, I'm too hairy. Like, I just have too much. It's just too much. There's like a level and it's just too much. And you I do have You have to, back hair? I, do, I have upper back hair, which I also try Ooh. to keep. You try to get to that with a razor? I do, yeah. I don't, but then I like oh, yeah. miss spots and it, like, it just, uh, what do you shave your chest with, a razor? I have like an electric um like body like hair a manscape thing. thing? Kind of. I yeah, I yeah.
2: Hashtag do you former, have hair- #former client form, yeah, former former former
1: client
0: RIP Rest in power. Josh, do you have hairy nipples? Uh I mean yeah, I guess that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you shave your nipples? Uh, very carefully. Yeah.
1: So you've got those long hairs sometimes that grow out of your nipple. You're like, whoa! I've got a six-inch hair coming out of my nipple.
0: They don't get that long, but I mean, there's just it's just the right. You know, the coverage of hair just seems like oh man. You don't seem like you're that hairy. What about your pubic region? <laughs> God damn it! I knew it was going there. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a problem too.
1: You know, do you, a problem. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you do you, do you trim it up? I mean, do you do you manscape it?
0: Yeah, yeah, you but, do. I, but, you, but but here's the problem. I can't do it too much, because like if I keep up with it, like I'd then like you're to, in stubble. then yeah, there's stubble, or it's just a, then I have like razor burn all the time. So you use a you use a bit like a a, a straight razor
1: on your like do you shave your the lower shaft? <laughs> <laughs>
2: What do you? This, this is turning do you do? into like Josh and Oliver is like Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. <laughs> I object. You cannot ask my client right now if he shaves below the shaft. Duly noted. Duly noted.
0: D- 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 <laughs> I uh I uh, I, don't, uh, I don't I don't, one, I don't uh, know. Uh,
1: <laughs> we learn things about you, and it's great. And then your butthole, I'm sure, is like super hairy.
0: Yeah, that's that's something I I, it's, I you just left yeah, that alone. That's right? tricky. That's yeah. That's that's just the tricky. way God made you, right? I I don't. Yeah, I don't really. It's I Josh you know, Dingleberry, windish. It's not like <laughs> it's not like anybody's seeing that part of my anatomy no. anyway. Well, yeah. Not that sure close, the- not that in. You know, like that's just that's off limits. Yeah,
1: yeah. Even even for your wife, she's like, hey, Jw, pin those knees behind the ears. It's time.
0: Just be like, nah. <laughs> yeah, no. N- neither one of us are really into that.
2: Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> alright I gotta go I love you both I gotta go not that well, we this got, conversation is to... devolved I know, into absolute I know. I gotta garbage go but it has
1: um, alright well Joe it's been great I miss you already we've only been gone each other from a day and a half now but uh, I think we're seeing more and more of each other
2: yeah you know No, I feel good about that next time I'm in LA I'll look you up
1: hey man yeah just uh, get my number shoot me a text <laughs> alright <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you the guy from the gym? <laughs> yeah, the jungle gym. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish, executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger.